Welcome to the Coaches Show presented by Victus Health. Victus, science you can trust, relief you can feel, the official training room sponsor of the Tucson Sugar Skulls. Here on the Coaches Show, as we are every week with Tucson Sugar Skulls head coach, general manager, Dixie Wooten. Coach, how you doing today? I'm good, brother. How about yourself? Doing great, man. Thanks for asking. So we got a big one coming up on Saturday, the regular season home finale at the Boneyard against the Duke City Gladiators, a team that we are 2-0 against so far this season. Coach, what are your thoughts heading into the game on Saturday? You know, um, Duke City coming in with the um, number one um, offense in the league. So what we got to do is, man, we got to make sure that, you know, we throw that timing off in our passing game and also, you know, be able to, you know, just um, manipulate their um, they, they, their defense with, you know, I would check on me packages and, and you know, I was um, going going fast. So, you know, those guys, you know, trying to get in the playoffs, if they win, they in. And if we win, we got another opportunity to win against um, Northern Arizona to get in. So, you know, our thing is we want to make sure we come out, you know, going fast and, and playing strong and get that victory on, on Saturday night. So let's talk a little bit about the game on uh, Sunday up in Phoenix. We had the uh, Arizona Rattlers on the schedule and went up there, and uh, it was a tough one. It was 55-28. They came away with the victory, but um, it was a good effort. We had some some positive things to look at in that. Um, Demery Croft and Corey Murphy both alternated at quarterback, and uh, each of them showed flashes of a good play. Coach, um, what are your thoughts on the game on, uh, on Sunday, how it went, and, and specifically the quarterback play? Um, I think we started off, um, we, we, we scored that first drive of the game, and then, you know, we came back, you know, and, they, and uh, of course, they scored. And then I think um, it fell off when we um, turned the ball in the red zone, in the goal line area, like three times. You know, when you do that, you can't expect to win a football game, man. So, you know, that's one thing that you, you know, in, in this in the, um, professional football, if you return the ball over in the red zone, if you lose a turnover battle, Nine times out of ten, you will lose, man. And those guys didn't have one turnover, and we had, like, um, four. So that's why the, the score was like it was. So we went into the game uh, having won three of four and uh, coming off two wins, a spectacular win against Northern Arizona in triple overtime on uh, the 31st of July. And Corey Murphy had come in and led us to, to those two victories against Bismarck and then Northern Arizona. And Corey started um, the the first part of that game against the Rattlers, and then kind of gave away to Demry Croft, who had you know led us the the first basically the first chunk of the season. He had a pretty good game. Demry came in, went 12 of 23, had a touchdown, and ran for two. He had a nice one where he he tumbled over a couple players at the goal line and fell in, and kind of uh, injected some life into us. So what do you see going forward from the, the quarterback position? Are you going to roll with two guys at once, or is it kind of just day to day? Um, it's day to day because um both quarterbacks got beat up pretty bad in that game. You know the reason why Corey came out is because he um he he, he injured his shoulder a little bit, but he could have went back in you know later in the game. But you know Demery was playing you know playing a, a decent game, so I left him in. So you know um Demery is day to day um with, with a rib injury for this week. So you know um we got to get a, a call from the doctor if he can play or not. But if he can't, you know it'd be Corey going you know for the whole game. So Duke City coming up. Like I said, we've already played them twice, uh, beat them handily in the first game. And way, way back in the second game of the season, we beat them on the road there. And then they came to the Boneyard and, of course, had that great um, last-second victory where you went for two with Demery and, and we were able to put it in. 
Um, what do you guys have to do, and what's the main focus of that game? Is it stopping uh, Nate Davis and Delo Davis? Because, of course, their passing game is one of the best in the league. Yeah, you know, one thing we do is, you know, we, he, he's going to get his numbers, of course, but it's all about containing him, you know, making him throw, you know, those interceptions, making him hold the ball a little bit longer. You know, one thing about, you know, their, their receivers, if you don't if you don't hit them at the line of scrimmage, man, they're going to run out past you because they got speed. They got ability and they got they catch out this world. You know, Dello is on um, the top receiver in this league. You know, and and, and Nate is um, right now is the the top runner in the MVP um, race. So you know, we just gotta get him off that. We just gotta get him off that 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 that, that area where he can just sit there and just pick people apart. So uh, unfortunately, we had a short week of practice with rain out here in Tucson. It's a monsoon season in August. I know. You know, being from Texas, I don't know if you guys have this type of uh, rain Absolutely in, in one month, but Absolutely it kind of the week before it pushed us a little bit into into inside practice, but we weren't able to secure that this week. So, you think uh, the the lack of practice this week is going to uh, affect us in any way negatively, or, or how's the morale around the team around here? Are, now, we, are it, we looking good? It, it's still looking good. You know, one thing about it is, you know, just because we um we hit the field a little later that day, you know, we um we still watched film, we still broke down assignments and things like that then you know we got on the field um yesterday and you know walk through you know we had a glorified walkthrough where we went through a lot of stuff that do City run against us so you know we we got our timing you know we got our understanding about what they're trying to do to us so you know what the good thing about it is it probably gave us a little more rest so guys can come in the game you know running 100 miles per hour so a couple things that people were uh kind of confused about after the game on sunday of course like you said we had a couple of a, a key costly turnovers that kind of hurt us and uh, a few bad snaps. Um, we're looking at the offensive line for the rest of the season. Uh, is is Ice, Ice and Fashan going to be uh, the center probably for the next two games? No, we, um, we're going to go back with our um, second string um, center, Brewster. Um, what happened is Brewster was a little beat up and, um, you know, um, our center, our starting center got hurt like the practice before, you know, with a broken hand. So, you know, one thing that, um, you know, uh, Isom is an NFL uh, offensive lineman, but he never played center. So, you know, that's why he came out and had a little bad game here and there. So, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. You know, we got to find people that play different positions because you never know in this game with low numbers, you know, people get hurt, you know, that week and can't go. So you got to, you know, go through your roster and see people that can do it. So we got to talk a little bit about the playoff picture. Of course, the big thing that, uh, everybody, every Sugar Skulls fan is looking at and, and, and putting their, their hopes on is, you know, we, we still do have a shot at the playoffs. Very much alive. You can still win the last two games here, go 6-8. and Because, again, like we've been talking about all season, you just got to get to that eight spot because it's a one through eight seeding tournament for the IFL playoffs this season. And right now the eight seed is Sioux Falls somehow, right? For, for somebody who's been in the league a long time, Sioux Falls being the eight seed is yeah. kind of surprising. But they are right now in the playoffs. Uh, with that eight, we're basically a game and a half behind Sioux Falls. And, you know, it's, it's going to go out percentages at the end of the day because of how weird this whole season's Absolutely. been with COVID and Louisville yeah. and all that. But um, we really, we just, we need some help and we can't do anything unless we win these last two games, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, that's what it's about. You know, we got to take care of our business first. You know, we got to win these last two games for anything to, 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 to even try to get us in. You know, we drop one and we we out we out. So to um so so we have to win two and we gotta get a little help. But at the end of the day, um B, we gotta make sure we win out too. So speaking about that help that we need, if we beat Duke City tomorrow, I'm sorry, if we beat Duke City Saturday, 
then uh, we would be we'd have the tiebreaker over them. We already do have it yeah. actually because we're we we beat them two times out of three. So regardless of of, of uh, that, if we do beat them tomorrow, then we would just need for them to to lose to Bismarck the next week, and then for us to beat the Wranglers. Pretty pretty nice situation set up there. A lot that means a lot riding on Saturday as far as moving ahead of Duke City. Who's right now six and six in the sixth seed? That can't be lucky for them, right? Being yeah, six and six in the sixth seed, <laughs> so we could easily move ahead of them. Green Bay is in nine right now. They yeah. beat us. However, if we win out, Green Bay could easily lose their last two games and go five and nine because they're at Frisco and then at Sioux Falls, which is never easy. So there's a real good path to victory to move ahead of Green Bay and to move ahead of Duke City. Now, Sioux Falls, like I said, 5-6, and six, they're in the 8th seed right now. They got Iowa coming up on Saturday, and then Green Bay, who has, has proven to, to, to be a little bit tougher than people expected in a lot of games this year. So not a cakewalk for Sioux Falls either. And then looking at your old team, Iowa, who's, who's stuck at 5-5 five and five because of some scheduling stuff there. But like I said, we're going to go over percentages as far as who's going to make it in. They got to go to Massachusetts for yeah. the very last game of the season, and then Sioux Falls on Saturday. Yeah. So, I mean, we can get a lot of help here from some of these teams like Massachusetts, you know, the teams at the top of the standings like Frisco and stuff. So, you know, our path is, is pretty clear. I think, you know, you, you just got to do what you talked about, which is take care of our own business, and and, and, and we, we might be able to be fine and, and sneak in there. Absolutely. And that's what it's about, man. You know, we, we got these last two games, and we can only focus on Duke City, and then after Duke City, we can only focus on Northern Arizona. You know, we, we put ourselves in a situation by, you know, losing a lot of close games early in the season. So, you know, we, 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 we dealt out, we dealt, we dealt the cards, we dealt our hand. So now we got to make sure that we handle the last part. So, you know, if the cop, the cards fall the way we want them to fall, we can get in. I will say, though, that for, for a team that's hoping the cards fall that way, to go up against the team that you, you kind of had their number with, you know, this season. Of course, every game tough, but for to, to face a team in the last two games that you're already two and zero against, right? Being four and eight, being two and zero against this team, and then facing the team that's one and eleven the week after, we really got it set up nicely for us to, to potentially do something here. So you know, it's really as it does in sports and in the indoor football league, it's coming right down to the wire, which is the way that we like it. So you know, of course, we would probably preferred it not to but it's it's just the way that it, it works sometimes and um looking at the team this week though coach with the one day of practice um were you what do you what are you really focusing on as and and in, in, in such a short time how hard was it to do like um like what we did was be like you know we got on the field twice this week but the first practice was we we broke down the film we broke down everything right now the game is mental Oh, it's twice. Yeah, you got yeah, out there. Yeah, okay. yeah. So now we um the the the, the um, practice that rained out. It was our mental. We stayed in the building like five by five hours, basically going over all their special teams, all their um formations, all of their um routes. They give um trouble in, and also you know how they're gonna play us defensively. So you know we we definitely went. We definitely used that time and made sure that we you know take care of our business mentally, so we can be ready to play these guys on Saturday. So something, uh, you know, sports is, there's so much, you know, epicness and, and emotion about it. That's why people love it. That's why people are tuned into this. That's why they come to the games for that entertainment side because it is, it's, there's so much going on and, and it really is like a show, you know. And for, for this to come down to this, this is the moment for our team, you know. This is, 
you know, we're facing the number one passing team. We got a, an NFL quarterback. Pretty much all three of their receivers are good enough to be all pro this season. They put 71 points on Northern Arizona, you know, last week. But, you know, like you said, we beat them twice. So this is just like everything is culminating in this moment. It's almost it's like a, a – it's pretty much been playoffs for us since midseason. But this is really just – there's nothing like this on Saturday because – with the, with the Boneyard blackout going on, we're going to talk a little bit about all the stuff that's going on for the last home game. Like, this is just, like, an, an epic moment. Even for a team four and eight, like, this is still, like, this is what the season comes down to this, and there's nothing better than that in sports, I feel like. Yeah, you know, when, when you have a chance to get into the playoffs, that's, that's huge, man. You know, especially with the type of season that we've been have, we having all year. You know, we still got a chance to win these last two. And you know, and, and hopefully some, you know, somebody fall off along the, on, along the road, and we can get in. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, we just want to focus on Duke City and, and come out and just, you know, play against those guys because they they are not a team that you you want to look past. You know, even though we won two games against them, you know, they they want to come out and show that we can't beat them three times in a row. So they're gonna come in, blaze guns are blazing, and we gotta be we gotta match their intensity and, and come out with a win. I don't want you to give up too much about what's going on on Saturday, of course. But, like, you know, who who's the ace in the hole? Who's somebody that we, you know, haven't seen too much of that, you know, might uh, might break out or who, you, or who you feel like might have a big game or who's somebody that we're counting on for this one to really step up? Um, I think I think um, um, Sheldon Augustine is going to step up this week. I think he's going to have a big game. You know, one thing, we got a lot of stuff in the package for him to – to get loose this week, you know, um, he, he's a matchup problem, and we're going we, to, especially against these guys, but they play defense. You know, we're going to we're going to throw a lot at them. And uh, Augustine, of course, had a big game against uh, Duke City on the 10th of July back there. That's why he was Mister Do Everything after that game. He had a big game. He returned a missed field goal, pretty I think down to the two yard line. He had a touchdown catch. He was playing defense. Is he still in the defensive packages uh, lately? Yeah, you know, he, um, one, one thing that we do is, you know, he, he's a guy that play both ways. And in this league with low numbers, you got to have those guys. So if somebody go down the secondary, you'll see Sheldon play defensive back as well. So defense is really where the game's going to come down to because, like I said, Duke City has a, a high-octane offense, 71 points last week. Um, if we don't play the probably the best defensive game that we had all season, that's we're not going to really have a chance. Do you feel the same way, Coach? Man, my thing is the way the way we played them the last two games. You know, we, we remember we 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 the team that shut them down to the lowest point they had our season. You know, because we have a good game plan against them. So you know, you got to look back. You know, I see how they do other teams, but when you see a, the matchup against us, we're a little different because we come up and we we bang their receivers and we slow them down and we get pressure up the middle. So you know, we just got to play our game and we we'll be all right. So, you know, I'd like to talk a little bit about some of that off-the-field stuff that we've been going over for uh, the last couple weeks here in this second season. Like, you know, the turkey wings with Jazeric and stuff like that, and, you know, put everything on video and have a guest here. But this is the coach's show, and it's getting down to the wire here. So we want to we wanna focus on coach and the stuff on the field and make it short and sweet because it's, it's you know, t- tomorrow – I'm sorry, Saturday is a, is a big deal for the fans and everything. It's Fan Appreciation Day. Like I said, we're going to talk about that more. But this is this is really – it's it's down to the wire right here in the game. The season hangs in the balance on the game, you know, tomorrow. So we're, we're trying to focus on Coach and the Sugar Skulls and the team and how we're going to pull this game out and win it. And uh, that's really what I want to talk about here today. So 
So, Coach, is there anything else that you would want to uh, add about what um, what we can expect from the Sugar Skulls? Because, you know, there's nobody better to ask behind-the-scenes stuff and, w- and what we can look for on the field more than you. What are we what are we going to see on Saturday, Coach? Man, we're going to see a um, just, just – you know, just try to come out and, you know, um, dominate these guys. You know, we got some um, new packages in with O-linemen, you know, um, a couple of our big sets, you know, things like that. So, you know, we want to come out flying high and, and making some plays, man. So there's no uh, guarantee yet about the quarterback situation. They're both kind of – they're banged up, but is is, is it kind of we'll see what happens on Saturday kind of thing? Or no yeah, it's, it's going to be a game time decision. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm sure you've been in a lot of situations like that, right? Absolutely. You, you, you were kind of you were you slang it when you were when you were playing, right? So you did. Um, you, did you have a good old line protecting you? When so you absolutely. Every every year I played, man, my old line was was, was 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 a solid old line. You know what we did was we our guys came out. You know, when I was a player. They 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 focused. They understood, and and you know my coach he put a lot of you know thought in into our old line, and, and, and they did a pretty good job of protecting. So we're going to get a little bit into what we can expect for the fan side of things. It is Fan Appreciation Day on Saturday, as it is for any regular season finale for the Sugar Skulls. It was a great one back on June 15, 2019. It was the last home game for the Sugar Skulls in 2019. It was the Quad City Steam Wheelers were in town, and uh, we had to beat them to sneak into the playoffs and did that, 55-50. to 50. That was a great uh, a great day for Tucson. We, the boneyard was packed. They got thunder sticks. There's great footage of it all over our official YouTube page and stuff like that. But uh, we're going to do a ticket giveaway right now. You get two free tickets to our um, boneyard blackout on Saturday against Duke City, the regular season finale. Uh, as we've been doing all this time, you just have to answer a short trivia question, and it goes back to the um, game on the uh, – the last game of 2019 that I just talked about. So if anyone can tell us who started for the Sugar Skulls at quarterback in that game, just text or call 520-861-2337. Who started at quarterback for the Tucson Sugar Skulls on their regular season home finale in 2019 against Quad City? Who is the starting quarterback? 520-861-2337. You'll get two free tickets to the Sugar Skulls, Duke City, regular season finale on Saturday. And there's some cool stuff going on for the fans. Coach, you, of course, you've had a lot of interaction with the fans both on social media and doing your speech before uh, before home games to the season ticket holders. Is there anything I – mean, we're, we're going to talk specifically about the, the blackout, but um, what, are you excited about the, the fans? What can the fans expect from a fan perspective? I know you're really behind the scenes with the football stuff, but what, what's going on for the fans? You know, it just um, the fans gonna have a, have a good time, man. You know, it's gonna be a bigger crowd and probably the biggest crowd this year. So we, we, you know, we're gonna come out, especially for our last home game. We're gonna just do some things and for the fans to make sure they have a lot of fun. You know, also, you know, we're gonna make sure I let my guys know they, but I want them to have fun with our fans at the touchdowns, at the catches, at the everything, and also, you know, the meet and greet after the game. You know, it's gonna be a beautiful thing, man. You know, let Tucson know that. You know, we wouldn't we wouldn't have this team if it wasn't for them. So you know, this is this is our city. This is what we love. This is we're, we're glad to be here playing, and we're gonna make sure our fans understand that. So it is a boneyard blackout. So the first thousand fans get a black T-shirt courtesy of Nova Home Loans. And anybody else who doesn't make it in the first thousand just show up in black because I'm telling you that the lights are gonna be out for the beginning of the game and 
cell phone lighters are going to be up, and uh, it's going to be a great sight to see the, the entire stadium in black just like it was in 2019, and the fans are excited about it. But as Coach said, it is going to be a meet and greet for the first time. COVID kind of sapped us from that all season. We did it for after every home game in 2019, but this time it's finally going to happen for this finale. The the uh, players are going to be down there signing autographs after the game, hopefully after a win, and cheerleaders are going to be down there. It's just going to be a great atmosphere, and hopefully, like I said, it'll be one where we can look forward to uh, Northern Arizona and, and possibly sneaking into the playoffs, Coach. So, uh Thanks again for being here, Dixie, as you are every week. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday, 6 p.m. at the Boneyard for the Boneyard Blackout regular season finale. Duke City Gladiators already beat them twice. Tune into the uh, Indoor Football League. Tune into the Tucson Sugar Skulls YouTube channel to watch the game if you can't make it down to the Boneyard. But um, thanks again for being here, Dixie. And we'll see you guys on Saturday, and we'll talk about it next week here on the Coaches Show presented by Victus. And let's go, Sugar Skull.